0: Coming up on this episode, we begin by figuring out if the Easter Bunny actually lays the eggs and why growing a mustache is harder than it looks. Then we get into the week's tech news, including absurd new marketing techniques and the corona killer that is contact tracing. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 272, recorded April 13th, 2020. Easter said, then done. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Pack the Technology Podcast on gadgets, the internet, and UI. I'm Sean Jennings, uh, joined by a man who um, thought that rabbits laid eggs until he was, well, actually about five minutes ago. It's Colby Rabideau. Hello, Colby.
1: I just assumed they did. Why would we get them for that?
0: I mean, what what a bizarre, bizarre lie. Is the implication that the Easter Bunny actually lays the eggs, or does he just have them? I never thought about that.
1: Yeah, I Because the
0: Easter Bunny hides the eggs, correct?
1: The, uh... Yeah, I guess I never thought... Yeah, the Easter Bunny hides the eggs. I guess he must just bring them.
0: So eggs have been used as a fertility symbol uh, since way back. Became a symbol in Christianity associated with rebirth, so as early as the 1st century AD. Uh, and became associated with Easter, specifically in medieval Europe. Where eating them was prohibited during the Feast of Lent. A common practice in England at that time was for children to go door to door begging for eggs. On the Saturday before Lent began, people handed out eggs as special treats for children prior to their fast. Hmm. The idea of an egg-giving hare went to the U.S. in the 18th century. Protestant German immigrants in the Pennsylvania-Dutch area told their children about Osterhare. uh, uh Osterhays. I'm sorry. Hayes means hare. Um, according to the legend, only good children received gifts of colored eggs in the nests they made in their caps and bonnets before Easter. So I guess it never explicitly says that the, uh, rabbit lays the eggs. He just has the eggs.
1: I mean, I guess that, that makes a little bit more sense.
0: Yeah, a little more sense.
1: (laughs) Right. A smidge.
0: Right, right, right. I mean, it's insane to think it lay the eggs, but the fact that a giant magical rabbit... Brings multicolored eggs. Seems fine. Totally cool. Uh,
1: Sean, Sean, I have breaking news. Breaking news. You might have noticed that our third, our third co co-host, the final musketeer, is not here.
0: I didn't uh, notice actually, but I'm oh. glad you pointed it that out. That's good to know. Dan,
1: Dan's missing. Huh? He said. He said. I texted him. He said a moment ago, yeah, sorry, I cut my finger, not going to make it. I assume he means he's not going to make it to the show and not that <laughs> he's
0: been mortally wounded. Bad way to end that sentence.
1: Yeah. Um, I asked if he's okay, and I'll, uh, I'll report back as soon as I hear from him.
0: Yes. Encourage photo and video. Um, seeing is believing. Pixar, it didn't happen. That's, that's right. We want to know. Uh, what's, what's going on with you, Colby? What's, what's hot? What's good, my man?
1: I don't know. I still don't leave my apartment. It was so windy here today. Was it windy where you are?
0: It was crazy windy. It was gusting. It was gusting like madness. I mean, it was raining sideways.
1: It was definitely windier than it has ever been since I lived in this apartment. The good news is it wasn't. So there's one side, one side of the apartment where like the windows are not super secure so if it wi- rains and also the wind blows hard enough in a certain dire- in a particular direction the water comes like into the apartment is that a feature or uh i don't think it is is a waterfall feature right i don't think that's what you want mm-hmm. in your apartment but luckily the wind wasn't blowing in that direction today so
0: you stay dry
1: yes yeah but I don't know. Otherwise, I mostly like I don't hate working from home. I don't know. What do you think? You're you're a full week in now, right?
0: (sighs) Yeah, I've kind of been going up and down. I lost my mind for a little while. I had a really bad stomach bug at the end of last week, Friday and Saturday, and I didn't work Friday Um, and I'm feeling better. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, every symptom is is coronavirus. So it's like, oh, my God, I could have. And it's like, no, it's just a stomach bug. I'm fine. Um, yeah. Or it could have been Corona, and I, I'm now over it because I have no other <laughs> symptoms. So who knows? Perfect.
1: Yeah, that's like the this is this like March April is like prime allergy time for me. Right. So it's like I have like a minor sore throat. Do I have coronavirus? I've taken my temperature like multiple
0: times a day every day. Oh, when I was going to the office, I took it every morning before I went in. Yeah. Because um, yeah. you just don't know.
1: Now I have a pretty good handle on what my normal temperature <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I'm surprised there isn't like, I mean, I know there are smart thermometers, but I'm surprised there isn't one that like pushes the idea that you should do it every day and track trends, because I feel like some people would be super into that.
1: Right. The, uh yeah, I'm a, I'm a like 98.5. Perfect. Kind of guy. Spot on. I'm,
0: I, I'm right. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Right, right in the right, you know, 98.6 or seven. Right, right in there. Yep. Prime. Yep. Where you Average. Yeah. Hey, that's us. Average. <laughs> um, the the exciting development for me, uh, Colby, you may have noticed, for people watching the video version, uh, that my face is obscured. Uh, that's my true. mic normally isn't this high up, and that's because I've made the difficult decision to uh, grow a mustache. <laughs> now, the problem is I just decided that in the last week or so, uh. and my mustache is at the phase of like pubescent child and it looks very bad <laughs> so i'm i'm obscuring it a little bit but i'm very excited for what will come next wow a mustache i've never grown any kind of facial hair whatsoever I, in my I entire was life say,
1: i don't know that i've ever seen you No,
0: with and, and, and i'll be very confessional here on the show uh i don't think i could grow a beard my facial hair is very spotty on the cheeks Mm-hmm. um and it, it's never i've never tried to grow it out long but in the little bit it's grown it doesn't really fill out but my mustache and of course my father steve has had a mustache i think since he was born he's the he had the mustache when it was cool and then when it wasn't cool and then when it was cool again and then when it wasn't cool again he's just mm. always had it so i think it's in my genes to grow a dope mustache so i'm gonna give it a shot <laughs> this is very this is this is the most exciting thing i have going on in my life
1: wow this sucks this is crazy now, if you were to name your mustache after a uh, like home appliance, a small appliance, what what would you what would you what would you pick? Um
0: the 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 George Foreman uh, grill? Mm. The George Foreman grill. It's I like it. Nobody really needs it. <laughs> Frankly, nobody wants it, but somehow everyone has one anyway. I don't know. It's true. I need some better He's... analogy, but you can't get rid of it My, it's, or it's like the magic bullet where it's like it looks really good on tv and then when you get one you're like i don't know what to it's do like, with this mm, this is just okay i did not need this no i did not need this
1: <laughs> wow this is crazy yeah well i can't i can't wait to see
0: yeah oh quite a reveal how long do you
1: think it's gonna take
0: Uh, I have very slow facial hair, so it'll be a while. (laughs) It's taking me a week to get to like this. So it's going to by the time we're finally out of quarantine, I may have a mustache.
1: Cool. Do you like scissors to like trim your mustache? Nope. I think that's weird when people have like a scraggly. I don't think it's going to.
0: I don't think it's going to get that crazy. I really don't. I think it's going to give up like halfway through and just be like, you know what? Just just shave it. (laughs) and someday what's going to happen is I'm just going to get like annoyed with it. And I'm just going to take it off, but we'll see. I I don't know. I have literally nothing else going on. So.
1: All right. I don't know, Sean, maybe this is like your destiny. Like you've been, your whole life has been building towards, towards this moment.
0: I'm genetically predisposed to growing a mustache.
1: You just need to embrace it.
0: I do. <laughs> I, well, I appreciate that, that, overwhelming support
1: i'm i'm here for you metaphorically because we we my facial
0: hair coach yeah (laughs) thanks man (laughs) you're welcome appreciate it um but other than that uh no no things are pretty pretty fine yeah mine is okay
1: given the circumstances
0: yeah i don't think there's any Shame and fine. Uh, now, Colby, I did put together a- another running segment we've had the last couple weeks throughout this uh, quarantine, uh, a trivia segment, but normally you yes. have Dan to do it with you.
1: I'll try it.
0: Right, will you give it a shot? This may be the easiest one we've done yet, I think.
1: Okay. What is
0: it? it? It's a tech-related challenge. What you have to do is you have to list every model of iPhone in order from release, and I mean every model. Okay. In the correct order. I think you can get like 80% of it easy. But there are a few in there that are going to trip you up.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: But but I'm, we'll, I'm down. We'll start with the original iPhone. I'll give you that one. Um, okay. and And go forward from there.
1: Now, the second iPhone was not the iPhone 2, right? It was the iPhone 3G. That's correct. Because that was the popular one. That was when it got crazy.
0: Yep. Yep, got to have that, that blazing 3G speed.
1: Right. And then there was the 3GS. Mm-hmm. And then there was the iPhone 4, which was the glass-backed one. Yep. And then... Was there a 4S? A 4 Plus? A 4...
0: Oh, you had a 4S.
1: A 4S? Okay. And then then it was the 5, which was the one that was shaped like it was still square kind of but it, it didn't have a glass back. Yep. And then there was probably a 5s. Yep. And then there was the 6.
0: Oh, no, no, you missed one.
1: I missed one. iPhone 5s.
0: There was another 5 model.
1: Was it the S oh, the SE? No, that no. was later.
0: Yep. But it was it was a discount model.
1: Oh, man.
0: iPhone 5C? Yes, the beloved plastic back to one that came in all the bright colors. Great phone. I can't, I
1: can't like, I can picture the colors. I can't picture what, what it actually looks like. It
0: was never a huge seller, but it was around for, like, years and years and years. They just kept selling the thing. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the 5C, uh, the plastic one.
1: I'm gonna come back in just a second. Here. Yeah, your happens you're, every time.
0: Your computer just refuses to let you do the show properly. Not being very cooperative. Hey, he's back.
1: We're back in business. Um, all right, so then we're on to the six. Yeah. And was the six when they ha- had the big one? The, yeah, the six the plus, six very plus. good. yep yeah. yeah, and then. Was there there was a six S too? Yeah. And presumably a six S plus. Yeah. Yeah. And then was it this what was the one that was like was it the the S E or like there was
0: Yeah, that was the next one. You're doing great.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, oh my, my gosh.
1: <laughs> that was just funny. Funny's one word for it. I bought this forty dollars stupid monitor adapter, and the monitor doesn't even work. Uh, all right, so we got we got six plus, we got a six, we got the SE, we got we're going into seven territory here. Yep. Was there a was was there a seven S? That doesn't sound right. So there was a 7, there was a 7 Plus. Yeah. Did the iPhone 8 come right after the 7? Is that your official guess? No, it doesn't feel right. But iPhone 7S also doesn't feel right. Hmm. Maybe that's my official guess. They did the S thing for a while.
0: There was no iPhone 7S. They did go right to the 8.
1: Damn it. (laughs) All right. So they went right to the 8. Got the eight, we got the eight, eight plus. Yep. And then, did they Mm -hmm. skip the iPhone 9? That was the one because everybody skipped nine, Windows skipped nine. So we went right to the iPhone X. Yep. Um, and then the X plus. And then,
0: no, there was no X plus. Oh, right,
1: because the X was the in-between. Right.
0: Wow. Because that and was then, that was the premium one when the 8 came out.
1: Right. Oh, my God, it was the finished <laughs> one. It's weird because <laughs> this is so much more recent, and I remember the earlier Well, because there's, so. like,
0: so many different – it's not as linear.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was the 10, and then – so then we went to the 10 – S? Yes. The 10S and the the 10S plus? That was when they had no, they didn't do it the big one. No, they Was it did they do the
0: nine then? No. No, so you're kind of all over. So so the 10 S is correct. So in a single event they announced the 10 S. Yeah. But they also announced a bigger version of the 10S. The 10 big. No.
1: The 10 plus
0: no they they stopped using plus this was the first time they used was it max max it was the ten, The 10s max oh god and then there's this is terrible and then there's one other phone before you leave the tens the xr hey that one I remember. yes and that one that's the one you have I still have. have i love yeah. it yeah it's a great phone
1: um and then we're into 11 yeah. territory yeah until so we got the. Now, 11's the one where they had the 11, and then there's the 11 Pro. Yep. Yeah. And the 11 Pro Max, yeah. presumably.
0: And that's it. You got them. How confusing.
1: Wow. Now, do we get to do iPads now, too?
0: I, I was literally just thinking um, iPad so must hurt. be so brutal. Um, I can't even name the
1: iPads now.
0: Well, no, but then they were doing that thing where it was like just iPad for a while. It was like iPad fourth generation. And then it was like
1: the new iPad.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the name here where it's like iPad, iPad two, iPad third generation, iPad mini, (laughs) iPad fourth generation, iPad air, iPad mini two, iPad mini three, iPad air two, iPad mini four, iPad pro, uh, iPad fifth generation, iPad pro second generation, iPad sixth generation, iPad. Seventh generation, it goes on and on. Whew. It's
1: craziness.
0: Yep, so that was a fantastic use of our time for that very fun challenge. Um, Colby, any other uh, nonsense you would like to to talk about before we get into the, the news this week?
1: Nonsense. Um... No, I I will tell you
0: what I've been watching. Ooh, yeah, do tell me. So, you know, people are like, oh, you should play video games and stuff. When it comes to things I watch on my television, I go the totally opposite direction. I want the most thoughtless, uninteresting, uncomplicated programming you can put on. So lately, I've been binging on Hulu Kitchen Nightmares, (laughs) which... Is that Gordon Ramsay? Yes, and it, it used to be an old college, one of our streaming shows we would watch. Yeah. Phil was a huge uh, Kitchen Nightmares fan. Oh boy, is that just the most thoughtless crap programming. I mean, there's nothing, you know, it's like this restaurant that's just been shitty for years and then in three days they magically fix it and then you, there's actually a website that like catalogs all the restaurants and whether or not they're still open. Yeah. And like all of them closed like two weeks after they shot the show. <laughs> Cause like oh it turns out if you're like thousands of tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt it doesn't just go away with like a new paint job, right? Um, Oof! But that's been a, a hoot to go back and catch on. And of course that show, I think was shot between like 2007 ish up to like 2012 13 ish, and it's really fun watching the progression of like the first season where everyone's on flip phones to like oh, yeah. th- then like really crappy Android phones. To like really early iPhones it's nice. it's it's very fun watching that transition
1: how long did
0: that show run for I think it was like six seasons weird they, they did a lot they did a lot of those and I think I, like half of them are Italian restaurants in New Jersey which which is just like such a sweet spot for that show between the Italian personality and the fact there's so many of those restaurants and they're so crappy
1: All right <laughs> Right, there's there presumably are are near infinite,
0: yeah, close to failing, and everyone is like called like Luigi's, and it's like an old immigrant, like the son of the guy who started it,
1: yeah, who refuses
0: to change everything, but also has made everything shittier.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Very predictable. That's why I like it.
1: I feel like I think it was that show that like. I had been to maybe it was a different show of the same premise, but like I was watching it one time and like I had been to the restaurant. It was crazy Before or after I had that. I can't I can't remember. But it was weird, weirdly specific. That sounds fun. I like I haven't been playing video games. I can't. I don't know I just haven't been in the right mindset Which is a shame because this is a Great time to be playing video games Yeah Um, I've been watching Westworld But that's irregular
0: It sure is If I had to yeah. describe Westworld I would call it Irregular
1: <laughs> Irregular. <laughs> yeah uh, I watched some of Tiger King As we discussed before the show I will probably finish it But I had to stop because I, I was sad lunatics
0: yeah I don't have you gotten to his run for governor and then president no oh, okay so I watched the first episode
1: which is pretty mild and then the second episode is like the like cult stuff and then the third episode is about the woman's husband that disappeared Carol yep. Baskin's husband
0: so so this means I have to ask you the question. That has been all over the internet for the past several weeks. Did Carol Baskin kill her husband?
1: I don't know, man. But they did not make her look good.
0: Oh, that edit! She, was brutal. Yeah,
1: she certainly took advantage of him disappearing. It seems.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to roll with the punches, right? I, I read a, I read an. So she gave her, she and her current husband gave their first like official interview since the show came out. Oh yeah. And you read it and you're like, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't know what to believe. But at the same time, she makes a really compelling argument of like, no, they really brutally edited that to make it look like I murdered my husband. I'm like, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Like, that's kind of what you want to do in a program like that. Right.
1: Things like that have happened before.
0: Oh, totally. And, you know, you're watching it, and I'd love to go back and watch it now that I've seen the whole thing, but, you know, you're watching it, and it's like Carol's talking about her husband disappearing, and it cuts to a shot of a tiger licking its lips, and you're like, all right, okay, we get it.
1: (laughs) Shameless.
0: You know, it's it's good entertainment, but if you're Carol, and let's assume she had nothing to do with it, you're like, that kind (laughs) of, you know, that sucks.
1: Right. Kind of brutal. She
0: was talking about how she can't, like leave her house and like people have been calling her a murderer and all this stuff and again maybe she is but at the same time it's like i don't
1: right right it could be like exactly what she deserves or terrible
0: yeah and it's the same thing with you know cuz the show kind of kind of implies that her tiger uh sanctuary is maybe not as bad as Joe's but is but is bad in and of itself
1: right it's cer- certainly suspicious or yeah, it, like, puts the puts them in the same category of thing.
0: Right, but then when you hear Carol tell it and other people, like, PETA supports Carol and a bunch of other, like, name-brand good groups support her, and you're yeah. like, oh, maybe the show did try to, like, make Joe look better by making Carol look worse. Right. And I'm like, eh, this feels a little gross.
1: <laughs> right, because objectively... Joe is like a crazy person. Oh, he is a bad man. Like an actual, actual crazy person. that's the
0: other thing is you leave there and you're like, you have like, I don't know if it's sympathy or what for Joe, but you have like some feeling of like, because you've seen him be crazy, you kind of accept it at some point (laughs) and you're like, yeah, he's crazy, but it's fun. And then you're like, you read these articles and that stuff didn't, get into the documentary like, oh, yeah, no, he killed tigers all the time. They're buried on his property, and he did all kinds of, like, super suspicious shit, and he stole money, and he did all this stuff. It's like, no, but he's Joe. He's crazy. He does the country music, and he's got all the husbands, and it's, like, it's messed <sighs> all up, the man. the
1: husband, yeah. Messed up. There's a lot of missing
0: teeth. Which is, again, but that's another crazy thing, was um, he, I read he had all of his teeth fixed. And so like the very first interview he did with the documentary crew had his bad teeth, but he did, I guess a bunch of subsequent interviews with the crew with his great teeth. And they used the shot of his bad teeth to make him look stupid and like an idiot. And you see him now with his, you know, they're fake teeth, but they look good. And he looks, you know, presentable. Uh. Yeah. But he's like, no, they purposefully used that footage to make me look like a dumb hillbilly guy. And I'm like, well, Uh. it worked yeah i guess i
1: was more i was more thinking of it, the husband with no teeth because that guy really
0: has no teeth no that's what i'm talking about oh oh i see what you mean yeah so he yeah. had replacement teeth like put in not long after that but rather than use gotcha. the interview footage of him with real teeth they used the they chose to use all of the one with his <laughs> bad teeth
1: right rude shameless Shameless.
0: Very much so. Can't believe anything you see uh, except the show.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Because we're too lazy to edit it.
1: So, we're honest to God, journalists.
0: Yep. Speaking of journalists, uh, we've got some news here, Colby. Uh, a lot of interesting stories uh, in the rundown. Not a lot of news, but some news. I don't know if there's any particular story in here that uh, what's your whistle.
1: Oh boy. Let's see.
0: That uh, that gets you marketing all marketing tools all exciting for different stuff.
1: I want to try apps without installing them.
0: Hey, let's talk about that. Uh, by the way, a feature that's been on Android for years. Uh, Apple may let you try apps without installing them in iOS 14. Um, apparently, 9 mac found this in an early build of iOS 14. It's apparently part of a new API called Clips. The Clips API allows developers to offer interactive and dynamic content from their apps even if you haven't installed them. When you scan a QR code, a card will apparently appear that lets you interact with the parts of an app. Uh, The card may also let users choose to download a full version of the app from the App Store or open the interactive experience within the app if you already have it. Uh, Apple could be testing new app previews with OpenTable, Yelp, DoorDash, and YouTube, according to the code reviewed. Um, it's already part of Android. It's called Slices. Uh, I think we've talked about it years ago on the show, mm. uh, which serves as parts of an app in search results and in Google Assistant. Or Android's Instant App, which loads a tiny version of an app when you tap on a link. Um, 9to5Mac says the code it reviewed mm. only mentions Clip's API integration with QR codes. So it's unclear oh. if Apple plans to integrate it uh, with other features, on the phone
1: weird. I was imagining it for like the app store. Like you like poke around in a thing and this seems fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess if I have to scan a QR code, which I never want to do ever, um, at least if it like does something cooler than open a web link, then I guess that's something
1: you can get on board with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, better than nothing. Um, But I, you know, I'm just trying to think of a good use for this. I can't. I mean, you know, it's like OpenTable, for example. You're at a rest. You see a menu and you scan the QR code and it pops open the little thing. But couldn't it just pop open a web link to OpenTable? Like, I don't. Right. I'm confused at what the advantages are. I guess, like if you could scan a QR code to a YouTube video and then it opened a player, but I guess it would do that in the browser.
1: Right. It's like not a real problem.
0: No. And that's why I've never like thought about Android instant apps before or slices or anything like that. Yeah. So,
1: all right. Yeah. I've never like tried that. I've never experienced it in real life.
0: No, I mean, maybe it's just so subtle that this is the kind of thing. But again, if it's just scanning QR codes, I'm like, who gives a uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> bad word? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, weird.
0: But nobody scans them now. I don't know why they would suddenly start.
1: I feel like I have used more QR codes than I expected
0: I would. Is that number more than zero? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm with you with you. I mean, one thing that a lot of, I just know this because of being in marketing, but QR cards are an enormous pain because once they're printed, you can't change them. And so I can't, I basically like made my company stop using them for the most part just because it was such a goddamn pain. We used to print them like on the tools themselves that would be in use for like 10 years. Right. And it's like all of them were, all of them were broken. All of them. And it's like yeah, no, we can't. This is not an effective way to do it.
1: Nice idea, but hard to... Uh...
0: You got to have an I aggressive... Know. You know, I'm like, how many court codes do we have? And they're like, we don't know. And I'm like, you don't have like a list somewhere? And they're like, no. <laughs> You're just asking for trouble. That's terrifying. Yeah, so we'll know a lot more. iOS 14, probably going to be announced uh, in June as part of WWDC, so... We'll have an update on that. I did see a really interesting uh, report. Uh, Didn't make it into the rundown. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, Let me see if I can find the article here quick. Um, That they could be introducing um, home screen widgets. In iOS 14. Uh, Let me put this in the rundown here so you can open it. I just pasted it in. Uh, This 9 to 5 article, 9 to 5 Mac article says that Apple is reportedly developing real widgets uh, on the iPhone and iPad home screen. Uh, They really just have sort of mock-ups of what it could look like um Hmm. but apparently developers could choose from three different kinds of home screen views a classic still icon a new live icon that can show data or buttons or a full-size widget that could actually take up the space of multiple icons for example the built-in weather app could provide a live icon that's slightly bigger than a normal app icon showing the outdoor temperature and weather conditions um it also allows third party developers to tap into home screen widgets. For example, an app like Overcast could add a playback menu widget to the home screen, making it easier to find a play podcast in your libraries. Interesting. Widgets. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I've been trying to use Siri more. Like when I need to do something, (laughs) it is a bummer. Like when I need to do something on my phone and my phone's too far away, I just try and yell at Siri to do the thing. It works like 20% of the
0: time. (laughs) I always have such a problem doing it on my watch. Siri on my watch is really inconsistent.
1: Yeah. No, mine doesn't work at all. Also, nine times out of 10, I try and do it on my watch and then my phone turns on anyways. So I just do her from there, but it's a shame. The one thing I can do successfully is turn off the lights. Things I fail to do include playing a podcast on overcast, mm-hmm. um, turning on the lights. Um, I can get the weather. Like I ask what, what the temperature is sometimes. And Very occasionally I ask what time it is. That's all
0: I will say. I think the only things that I have found Syria is really good at is setting timers, which I do Mm. use. And I've had really good luck with um, HomeKit stuff with with my lights. I found it actually one more reliable in some cases than Alexa. Not by much, it's close, mm. but the issue is I don't, you don't you have like uh what kind of lights do you have? Yours are I, Samsung?
1: Yeah, I have some Samsungs and I have the 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 Lutron ones, the, Lutron the switches, one. yeah.
0: Gotcha. Cuz with the Hue, with the Philips Hue and stuff, um with my- oh no!
1: I have Hugh. Do you Sorry. have Hue? Okay. I, I used to have Samsung, and it stopped working.
0: Yeah, if you have the enabled, the HomeKit enabled stuff, it works really well. I've had hit or miss with non-HomeKit enabled stuff.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. The thing I don't know how to do is like I don't know how to get it to turn do one of my scenes, which is what I use for everything. Yep. So I don't know. That's I'm current. sure that's a thing I can look up. I just don't know what the what the incantation... I don't even know
0: what to ask. Uh, yeah, well, I w- and I would think, worst case, you could probably make a shortcut to do True. it as well. Right,
1: and you can just make it do those which,
0: things. Which, it should just work anyway. Good point. <laughs> but um, but I think I've used... Which ones are scenes again? Well, it's like, it's like it, the
1: thing where you click it, and it does, like... A bunch of things. See, like, I've
0: I, that's that's well, no, that's not true because the only ones I've ever used are "Good night," mm. um, and I just say, you know, uh good night," and it and it triggers it. So I've had luck with that, yeah. but that one's kind of built in. So I haven't tried to do any kind of custom ones.
1: Right. I have a bunch of custom ones. Or I have like
0: two, but <laughs> well, that's kind of a bunch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> actually, yesterday. I have I have some of those the Samsung I'm mean, not Samsung the Philips switch things like the, the ones you just stick on the wall yeah and I like one of them was connected to a a, a random light in a different part of the house which was confusing and then I tried to change it but I clearly mess it up because now it doesn't work
0: at all oh that's the thing with the smart home man you tinker with it a little bit
1: right it just There's implodes no one, right. It's hard to, hard to verify
0: whether or not it's working. Yeah. It, it's that's when I move out of this place, I might as well just throw it all out and start from fresh. Cause I'm never going to get it all working again. 0% yeah. chance. 0%.
1: Nope.
0: Um,
1: first shame.
0: Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to pick the next story. Okay. Uh, because I, uh, as a marketing person, I think this is interesting. And as a human being, I think it's disgusting. Um, you may remember uh, Verizon uh, bought AOL, bought Yahoo, um, and has created a, a digital marketing conglomerate that is coming up with new and innovative ways to ruin your life. And they have a new one. It's called View Time Optimization. Uh, if you have an AOL or Yahoo email account, which they own, uh, they're creating an um, email marketing feature where you pay Verizon to send emails to their customers, And the company will automatically time emails to arrive the moment a user is looking at their inbox. So it sits at the very top as a new message. Um, Now, there is send time optimization, which exists in a lot of services. And that just looks at when you're most likely to check mail. But this is view time. It actually logs when people open their AOL or Yahoo email client. Um, And so the ad goes out when users are actively engaging with the inbox. Basically, when you open your Yahoo account, bing, you suddenly get a new email. How interesting. Um, Uh, Isn't that gross? It's pretty horrific. I see. So this is for Yahoo emails. Because they own it. They can get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, according to Verizon... Uh, It ensures emails appear close to the top of the inbox, and thus it's improving the sender's open rates, click-through rates, and overall ROI of their email marketing campaign. Email senders who have used VTO with their email campaign saw increases in opens by four times and clicks by two times. I mean, I'm not surprised it works.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's also it's like, like I feel like many marketing things are like this. It's like super great until everyone starts doing it, and then it's like okay, it doesn't matter.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Like it's 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 hot while it's new.
0: And then and all then of a sudden uh, it's out of control. Right. <laughs> well, this is, you know. I just
1: just imagine, Sean, Sean, someday you won't even get email notifications. You'll just open your email and get like 600 emails.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine? Be like everyone just holds back their emails until you open your email client. Like, oh, it would have been nice to have that a few hours ago. Right. That's what I'm going to do with, like, my boss at work. It's view time (laughs) optimization. Sorry I didn't send you that email. I'll send it to you when you open your email. Um, I mean, this is, you know, as our friend Jack Donaghy would talk about, this is vertical integration at its finest when you own both the email client and the marketing organization. Right. He can just pump it right in there.
1: It really is. That's creepy.
0: Creepy, Sean. Email's the worst. It's just... No, marketing's the worst, uh, I, and I will I will absolutely admit that that if if your company is buying this, like I, I hate to be that guy, but yeah, if you're going you should this feel bad, well no but, no but honest the truth of the matter is seriously and hopefully this never comes up again at some future job interview or something when I say this but if you're so desperate to get people to open your emails that you're using this it tells me your marketing sucks or your product sucks because you shouldn't have to shove your email in front of an eyeball looking at the screen for it to be effective. If your emails are good enough, they'll open them even if it was sent a few hours ago.
1: Right. Like you want people to want to read your email.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly, like the only reason this would make sense to me is if you're like a if you're like a political campaign looking for donations or something where it's you really do need to be like immediately in front of them to get their money like maybe that would make sense and there's you know whatever you're paying for the ad is outweighed by what you raise but i think if you're just sending like a generic marketing email like that's not a good use of your money i'm sorry yeah that is whack shame on you verizon (laughs) it's whack so whack shame on you yes it's the don't panic shame of the week (laughs) goes to verizon we need a bunch of like bullshit segments like that Yes. Um, all right, Colby, we have uh, time for one more story here. If there's anything in here you want to talk about. Uh, contact tracing for coronavirus. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. Facebook for couples.
1: Let's talk about cor- the, the coronavirus thing.
0: Yeah, this is both weird and interesting.
1: It is weird.
0: Uh, so Apple and Google announced they are working together to build a coronavirus tracking system into iOS and Android using the concept of contact tracing. Now, if you're not familiar with contact tracing, essentially the idea is uh, it involves figuring out who an infected person has been in contact with and trying to prevent them from infecting others. For example, if I had coronavirus and I hung out with Colby, uh, it would be important for if I got tested and was positive to let Colby know that I had been hanging out with him and he's contagious potentially and that the people he's interact with, you want to be able to track who has the virus and who they're interacting with. Um, but it's very difficult to do in the real world. Thankfully, we have digital technology. Um, the way this will work is it uses Bluetooth low energy transmissions uh, on your phones. Um, it's very technical. I won't get too specific, but it is a voluntary contact tracing network. Uh, and essentially, whenever your phone, every a certain amount of time, what is it, every five minutes, your phone scans for all the other phones around your phone and how far away they are it collects that data and it does that every 5 minutes. And the idea is that if at some point in the future you became you were tested positive, you would then go in, flag I'm positive and your phone would know everyone you had been near and could let them know you have tested positive even if it was a total stranger. Same mm-hmm. in reverse. If a stranger you were near at a supermarket or or at a doctor's office or in the park tested positive, it would let you know. Now, I know what you're thinking. Uh, That's really creepy. This means they're tracking who everybody else is near. I'm not going to say it's not creepy, but uh, according to them, the way it works is um, it doesn't use GPS data, so it doesn't actually pinpoint your exact location. It just tracks physical location near other phones, Um, but they're using uh, an anonymous key rather than a static identity. Your phone doesn't have a certain code to it. Instead, it randomly generates a key every 15 minutes. Once a person shares that they've been infected, the app will only share keys from the specific period in which they were contagious. And there's no centrally accessible master list of which phones have matched uh, because the phones are performing the cryptographic calculations on device. The central servers only maintain a database of shared keys rather than the interactions between those keys. I can't admit I fully understand how it works, uh, but according to Apple and Google, they will introduce a pair of iOS and Android APIs in mid-May, uh, and it will integrate with health authority apps, whether it's from a hospital or the government. Um, mm. During the initial phase, pre-mid-May, users will have to download an app to participate in contact tracing, but in the months after the API is complete, the companies will work on building tracing functionality into the underlying operating system. Weird. A lot to explain.
1: Yeah. I think... Like, I think it makes sense. Like, I guess I'm curious. So the point of this is, like, really just so that you can know if you've been around a person who has coronavirus in the last 14 days.
0: It's essentially tracking all human interaction. I mean, it, it could theoretically be bigger than coronavirus. Um, sure. Obviously, diseases yeah. is kind of the key purpose. But, yes, it's essentially a system that when a person flags themselves, they can then check and flag everybody who's been near them.
1: Yeah. Yep. I, mean, I, I think it makes sense. It doesn't quite make sense to me how... Maybe it does. <laughs> I don't know how... I don't quite understand how you contact the people, but they aren't storing like they have no rec there's no record of who you've been in touch with maybe it does
0: so i i'm gonna attempt to explain it okay it's not gonna work but i'm gonna try so uh, your phone is creating a new key every 15 minutes essentially creating a list of keys that your phone has generated right if i were near you colby my phone would have collected your key one of your keys right what um what Apple and Google are keeping is a database of the keys. And so my phone is gonna ping Apple. I say I'm I say I have the virus. My phone is gonna ping Apple to match the keys I've been near. Right. Then Apple will send a notification to everybody who has a matching key. I believe
1: yeah. Okay.
0: That now, makes sense. What they're not keeping is a list of which phones have matched. Right,
1: because that just is on your phone.
0: Exactly. They're literally just saying flag everybody who has keys A through Z.
1: Right. Okay, that adds up.
0: I mean, this to me is like such like a scientific journal type article, more so than a real world thing. Like, as a white paper, I get this. Like, hey, this is cool. Like, there's no way it would work in reality, but this is cool. But I guess they're going to try to make it work in reality. Right. Right.
1: Who's going to download
0: this? Well, and that's, what's interesting about it is, is the fact that it is initially sort of voluntary downloading an app, but then eventually it will be, it'll just be a toggle in your iOS settings. Yeah. That's kind
1: of interesting.
0: Because again, that's my point is like, I totally get this for coronavirus. Totally get it. Makes a lot of sense, but it's like three years from now, hopefully this won't be as big of a thing. Um, but what else would you use it for?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess there could be another coronavirus-esque thing. Like, that could happen again.
0: Well, I'll be honest. This kind of would be good for, like, STDs, right? Because, like, you want to get in contact with your past sexual partners, but then it doesn't necessarily need, like, the location <laughs> okay. Bluetooth right. matching. I would right. hope you know who you've had intercourse with.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah well yeah and that's that's the same problem right that's the same problem (laughs) as coronavirus like you want to know who who you've been exposed to but
0: but this you know what would be really interesting about this would be in like a natural disaster right like a like a building collapse or an earthquake where you can pinpoint people who have been near each other but then again, you can't really locate them cuz they don't keep track of of who've uh, uh, as to who is interacted with who.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now, of course, but I the, guess you, I guess you know when
0: within a time frame, yeah. So you could say like, you know, let's just use a hypothetical a construction site building collapse and people are trapped in there and you don't know who's in there or not. You could say, "Okay, within the past hour, you, you would essentially need one person's phone who you knew was on site, and you could say, and who hadn't been off site, and say, okay, within the last hour, what phones have pinged off of this guy,
1: mm. and then
0: that would sort of tell you who was nearby. Right. And you could match that to an individual. Right. Now, one of the things huh. this article brings up is potential weaknesses in the plan, which is uh, in crowded area, it could flag people in adjacent rooms who aren't actually sharing space with the user. Uh, it may also not capture right. the nuance of how long someone was exposed. It only scans every five minutes. Um, so working next to an infected person all day will expose you to a much greater uh, degree than walking by them on the street. Uh, it also depends, yeah. of course, on people having apps in the short term and up-to-date smartphones in the long term. Right. So not a perfect solution, but
1: yeah, definitely interesting. That was the thing I was wondering about. Like, like I've said before, I'm totally within like 15 feet of at least one other person's phone right now. It seems, seems almost certain and I've never seen them, (laughs) which is not to say I'm not really exposed to them. Like we probably use the same staircase and stuff, but like,
0: well, in that, that brings me to the idea of. Let's say I was infected and I had been near you. What does it tell you? As a, is it just like you may have been near somebody? Do right. they tell you? They can't tell you where it would have happened because they don't track location. They can only I supposedly tell you the time it would have happened. Yeah. And so it would say at on March third at 10 a.m. you were. Within five feet of somebody who was infected. What does that mean? What do you do with that?
1: Yeah, right. And is that like, so that happens. And so, like, you should by default quarantine yourself for 14 well, days?
0: And if I know at that time I was in a big open park, should I be worried versus being in like a supermarket or doctor's office or a confined space? Yeah. It's interesting. Again, a a tech problem that has questionable real-world implementation questions. Right. Um. Huh. But now, I know yeah. isn't
1: there a thing like I've I've heard or read or something that in in China they all have like everyone has like a QR code thing that is like something along it it's at the very least it's like has your your like records of sure. like whether or not you've been tested for coronavirus. And like if you have tested positive, like you can't go certain places um, because your QR code will pop up like a big red thing. That's like, yeah. no, you're unclean or something.
0: Yeah. And, and we might be headed towards that. Believe it or not, people are already talking about um, potentially flagging people who may already have the antibodies. Um, yeah, as someone right. who's gotten it and gone by it.
1: Right. Which kind of makes sense, I guess. But
0: and, and by the way, this is a complete non sequitur, but you just made me think of it. One of, one of my, you know, China is a surveillance state. And I'm only going to say nice things about China because they control a lot of things. But um, there was a great video going around of a sidewalk in China that whenever anyone would uh, jaywalk across it when the lights weren't weren't on, um, it would use facial recognition technology to scan who the person was and then on a giant billboard next to the crosswalk, put up their name and their information in real time. I mean, it was like kind of cool, but also spectacularly creepy, but just to watch people walking by and all of a sudden you see like their, their sort of mugshot picture and like their name up there big, like this person is a jaywalker and like they're big and like, what an insane way to solve that problem.
1: Sean, do you remember a time at Marist College before they put in the tunnel to go under the street?
0: Oh, I I, I remember the whack-a-mole that was uh, crossing Route Nine. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, I just remember. I specifically remember, like once in a while, I would be like <laughs> sitting in that like. Little like uh, the uh, the sort of like c- seating like open area in Lowell Thomas that over had the window that overlooked the cross the the intersection we all would cross the road at, and just watching like sometimes the the Poughkeepsie police would just like roll through and like pull over a bunch of college students for
0: jaywalking. Yep, yep, <laughs> that thing was an absolute death trap.
1: Yeah, it was mm-hmm. terrifying. <sighs> It's a real problem, you know? Uh,
0: Yeah, definitely worse than coronavirus is (laughs) is what I'm hearing from you. Um, I think so. Good thing they fixed it. Uh, Alrighty, well, I think that's the end of the news because we've got to roll along to our picks this week. Picks. Picks this week. Um, I'll go first, and then you can take us home. Um, You may have appreciated the title of this week's episode, Easter Said Than Done. (laughs) Yeah. If, if any good puns I've ever done on the show have come from one place in one place only, and that is our good friends at Punpedia. I feel like it should be Punpedia, but for some reason it's punpedia.org. Um, and it's an online encyclopedia of puns. Um, and it's really, it's it's it, the sort of formatting of it is very interesting, the way that they choose to display the different puns, but it's it actually makes a lot of sense. And so like here are beach puns, for example. They have categories. Um but they they use a bunch of words like sure are you sure or she sure is strong it might be um water i know water problem is or do you know water mother thinks about this you know but it, so they do them sort of by these categories um you know like like tuna i've got one opportunity um, and the list goes on and on i mean it's they have a lot of fish puns um they have a lot of boat puns um Wow. Sand puns. Sand him over here.
1: The organization, like, this, the top level of this website is hysterical. It's just one huge page of, like, categorized lists.
0: Yeah, it, it is very weird the way they've done it. I mean, it makes sense because you're like, you couldn't just have, like, a master list of puns. It kind of have to be organized. Right. But at the same time, it's... Reindeer puns. Yeah, I'm. Car, go, I'm
1: going to use this all the time. Puns.
0: Honestly, it, 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 it's annoying how good it is, um, because you, if you need a quick pun, man, they will set you up nice. So punip punpedia p u n p e d i a dot org Um <laughs> Bookmark it; it'll be your best friend. You'll you'll be the envy of your Slack with some of these great puns. Wow. Um, yeah. So check that out. Uh, <laughs> nice, Colby. What do you have this week?
1: mine's a dumb one but the we were talking about smart home things before um i've been working from home obviously sometimes i just need to like turn on a light and stuff and the the built-in uh apple home app comes in handy i totally forgot that it existed until pretty recently um but it is completely sufficient for doing what you need to do i'm pretty sure it's one of the apps that is like there it's like the wrapper thing around the ios app like it's exactly the ios app um but you can just pop it open and turn on the lights it's great
0: yeah that's one of the nice things about the sort of uh, apple ecosystem integration is you get stuff like yeah. that
1: yeah i'm into it so okay, that's so my pick
0: i don't even know how you would do it from like a windows desktop I
1: don't know. Maybe they have an app.
0: I bet they don't. <laughs> A Windows
1: app. What? What? You can uh, get Apple Music on Windows, can't you?
0: You're thinking of iTunes. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, I actually don't know if there is an Apple Music. Win- is there an Apple Music Windows app? Am I th- am I getting it confused with Android? There is an Android app. Must um, be but let me see if I can track down here because now you've got me curious I don't know if they built a native on your PC um,
1: iTunes for Windows
0: yeah iTunes yeah it's still iTunes can't kill it man iTunes forever
1: what doesn't it do
0: everything <laughs> iTunes, man. can't believe it yeah um super Mr. Colby that's uh that's all we got tonight, I think yep, I think you're right, Sean. that is the end of that. Well, we hope uh, Dan makes a speedy recovery.
1: yeah, I haven't heard back yet so keeps,
0: keeps all his fingers awesome.
1: um, it's important, important We're rooting stuff. For him.
0: well, it's you know, his, it's his livelihood. I was about to say. He's a pretty hands-on guy, so he's going to need him. Um, This would be a part of the show where I would tease what's coming up this week on Up for Debate, but I actually have no idea what's coming up uh, this week on Up for Debate, so I can't tease it. Mm. Uh, We missed last week's episode because of my uh, stomach bug, so um, I I don't know what we're going to do. I do know in the next couple weeks we are going to be starting a new movie miniseries. Up for Debate presents the Rocky series. We're going to do all seven Rocky movies. Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, Rocky Balboa Creed and Creed 2. Wow. Uh, Colby, would you be interested in joining us to talk about one of the movies? I have nothing to say about Rocky. <laughs> the look on your face was like, absolutely not. I-, I will admit, Colby, I have not seen a single one of them.
1: Really? Not seen. I've seen... One. I've seen- rocky one and that i think that's that's all
0: um i don't even know if matt has seen all of them it was his idea to do it yeah unsurprisingly
1: i've heard that creed is good people like that one right
0: people like creed a lot um i hear rocky balboa is forgettable four is just crazy because that's Ivan drago and the russians and that was just over the top and yeah. then 2 and 3, I'm sure, are fine. So uh, we're going to be doing a mini series on that. We also are going to be doing, finally, talk about behind the curve, we're going to be doing a Rise of Skywalker episode because now that it's on rental, I'm actually going to get around to watching it. Nice. Um, and so that'll be coming up as well. So good stuff up for debate. Go subscribe to it wherever you get podcasts. Uh, this show, of course... Is don't panic.io. That's our great website. Go there. Links to the pics will be there as well as all of the episodes. Of course, you can subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher. All the great apps were there and the video version on YouTube as well. And of course, you can get a hold of us at Don't Panic Show um, and don't panic show at gmail.com. Dot com. Oh, boy, that brings you back. God, remember those old, uh, like, late 90s.com commercials? Expedia. Or when, like, uh, William Shatner was the Priceline Negotiator. Oh, God, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, wow. The, the Pets.com dog puppet and, you know, all of those.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Whatever I remember. Oh, yeah, I do remember the Pets.com dog puppet.
0: You know, that's what's crazy is, like, you know, back back in the late 90s, not to get off topic, but back in the late 90s, it was like a lot of these companies' business plans were like, we're going to get the domain, of like blank.com and then we're going to sell that and make a bunch of money like pets.com we're gonna sell pet products diapers.com we're gonna sell diapers and like whatever and it's funny to me that like pets.com couldn't make it work and collapsed spectacularly and now like Chewy.com is doing exactly that and is profitable doing it. Right. It's like you were just too early. <laughs> yeah. Early you know?
1: slash bad at it. I don't know. You know it's
0: like chews.com or whatever collapsed in the late nineties and then Zappos is making a bunch of money. Yeah. So it's like, right, you know
1: right. All the all the obvious domain names uh, completely failed. And then the weird
0: ones have been successful. Because yeah, they actually thought about it and, you know, had a business plan. Yep. Outside of make a lot of money. Okay, off topic, end of episode. Thanks for joining, folks. On behalf of Colby, I'm Sean. We'll see you next time for another Dope panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production. Executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.